let's go! It's episode 20 of the Island Shuffle! Hey, I'm Bean Levier. I'm James Brown. Welcome to our silly podcast. The premise of the podcast is as follows. We're watching the television show. It's called Lost. It aired on ABC from 2004 to 2010. And it was a heavy serialized mystery type show that did all kinds of crazy shit. But here's the twist. We're watching it out of order. So heck be to the mystery. We're just in it for the drama. Yeah. Yeah. This way we can really, you know, take episodes yeah. in, in, in a way that they were not meant to be taken. Yes, exactly. We say uh, fuck be to ABC. Uh, fuck me to JJ and Damon and Carlson. We're watching this show how we how how we freaking want to watch it. Yeah, you're not gonna tell us how to watch your show. We're gonna watch it in our own dang way. Yeah, yeah. So what do we watch this week? We watched uh, season three, episode twenty one. Yeah, which I forget what it was named. It was named Greatest Hits. Greatest Hits, and it revolves around a little guy. That we call Charlie. <laughs> oh man, we should do things in unison more often. It's yeah, we're, I I feel like we're naturally like getting there. So mm-hmm. by episode fifty or sixty, yeah. we'll just the full podcast of, will just yeah. be us talking in complete sync. We'll the whole start time. proper harmonies and whatnot. Oh my god, <laughs> about time if you ask me. Um, yeah, this episode revolves around Charlie. It's late in season three, about as late as you can get. Um, and it's a pretty good episode, I thought. It was a great episode. It was a lovely little episode. Comparatively, it's like top tier. Definitely a top tier episode of Lost. Top tier. If you ask me. Um, so season three, let's, let's, let's refresh our listeners and ourselves. Uh Uh-huh. Charlie's whole arc this, this season has been that Desmond keeps predicting gruesome ways for him to die. And he keeps stopping it from happening, but he keeps seeing different ways that he's going to die. So no matter what he does, Charlie's going to die someday. Fuck. It's fucked up. And in this episode, finally, Desmond says, here's a flash I saw today. I saw Claire and Aaron. You're Claire Claire getting on a helicopter and getting rescued from this miserable island. And Charlie's like, oh, that's great. I thought you were going to tell me that I was going to die. And like, and Desmond's just like, buddy. My buddy. I am about to tell you that you're going to die. And sure enough, you're going to die. That's a fucked up superpower that Desmond has. Desmond's superpower is seeing Charlie die. It sucks. It's crazy. I think he wants Charlie to die just so that he can stop seeing it happen all the time. I I liked it a lot the first episode. In this episode, I felt... or the first time that we sort of encountered this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this episode, I had a lot more sympathy for Charlie. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think this episode... I mean, the whole, like, route of this episode is very much framing it as, like, a goodbye to Charlie. Uh-huh. Uh, and he doesn't die at the end of this episode, but spoilers, he does die. Uh, the, like, next episode or whatever. Really? He dies for real. That's sick. He dies for real. They kill him. They and kill we him. might never see that episode. We might never see that episode. Who knows? It could be the last episode we watch. It could be. What? Well, how twisted would that be? That would be twisted. But hey, we are at the mercy of the dice. Um, so yeah, uh, 
a lot of so a lot of the um hmm, gosh i don't know where to really start where do you even start with this episode but at the beginning at the beginning i forget the, what the beginning was what do i have written here so the beginning is um everybody's they're gonna blow shit up is what i wrote they're gonna blow shit up uh jack has led everybody to a broad clearing uh and charlie's <laughs> yeah, just kind of like what's with all the secrets and uh, Jack eventually says, like, gives a big speech about the state of things, uh-huh. which is a good catch up for us. So we really appreciated it. Uh-huh. Um, basically, uh, he's been hanging out with Juliet and Juliet said here and Juliet basically told Jack all of the others plans, which is that the others are going to come here tomorrow night and <laughs> kidnap all the pregnant women. How many are there? One? There's like one. <laughs> They're going to kidnap like, son, basically. Yeah, I like how they keep referring to it as plural. They're like, we're going to get the pregnant women. Yeah. And there's one pregnant woman. Yeah, they're going to get son, basically. We're getting the pregnant women. Got to get all the pregnant women. Uh, so they're, uh, but but Jack, you see, he's sick of r- running from these crazy I'm bad guys. I'm tired of running from these crazy bad guys. That's uh, like just what he says. And he says, well, look. As soon as Juliet said this, I went to that crazy lady in the woods named <laughs> Danielle and got her to bring me a bunch of explosives. And guess what? Snap, kaboom, a big tree goes boom. <laughs> kaboom. And everybody's like, wowee. And he says, guess what? For the first time, we have the drop on them. So we're going to plant explosives and we're going to blow them up. And the whole camp goes, yay, wow. I like how this is one of the first episodes where we see people... Like, people are always almost dying and stuff, and there is a lot of violence in the show, but this is one of the first, like, real excitement about mass murder scenarios. Mm-hmm. Like, they, are, they really want to kill, like, 40 people. They're really ready to kill these people who, in fairness, in, in both sides' fairness, uh-huh. they're coming to kidnap the pregnant women. Uh-huh. Well, uh, to, to be fair to them, though, there's only one pregnant that's woman. That's true. Yeah, one pregnant woman. They keep pluralizing 40. it to make it. That's their propaganda, yeah, right? They're exactly. like, they're going to take all the pregnant women. Exactly. And they're like, we only have one. Yeah, exactly. But like all of them, if they can take one pregnant woman, they can take all pregnant women. There's only one. There's only one. <laughs> no, uh, still. No, I mean, son shouldn't be kidnapped. So it's true. It's, it's fair. Mm-hmm. I can understand why they want to kill all the people yes but at the same time at the same time it's the this is the slippery slope that leads to jack unloading a full clip onto innocent yeah civilians. exactly exactly there's yeah. like no one stops for a second and is like a bit taken aback by the thought of yeah. killing a bunch of people yeah. and it's it's just too that everyone is a little too down with it like yeah. people are jumping aboard that you wouldn't expect to be so okay with just yeah. murdering a like lot of people Hurley's, like yeah like bernard is like i'm gonna stay behind and fire a gun yeah bernard's gonna like kill 20 people <laughs> bernard's gonna like, when murder. was that in his character oh, traits oh that was God. never there you i don't have murder in my heart uh, apparently Bernard has murder in his heart. <laughs> he was born with murder in his heart, he which, I mean, he can't help it. He was born with it. I mean, you see the look that he, he gave Juliet that one time. That's a murderous look. True. That's a one that look is look. fucking crazy. That it look, haunts me still. That is an all-time wildest acting moment in this show, maybe. All-time <laughs> biggest looks. All-time, that's a big look. That was a large look. That was one heck of a grand look. Uh, so, they've got a plan to ambush the baddies, uh, and uh, Charlie's kind of dilling around, and uh, Naomi comes up, Naomi the pilot who parachuted onto the island. Piomi. Piomi. 
And she's like, hey, you're that rock star that uh, died, right? Uh, I mean, back when I was off the island, everybody was, there was like tribute pouring out to you. There was a lot of post posthumous releases about your music. And Charlie's like, that's weird. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. Thanks, I guess. And they bond about both being uh, from Manchester, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They're both Chester's men. Yeah. Men from Chester. Men of Chester. The Chester's men. Uh, I heard a lot about uh, Chester's Fields. Mm-hmm. In Chester's Fields, the choppies blow. <laughs> the choppies blow. Row by row by row by row. Yes. Uh, row by row by row by row. <laughs> by row by row by row by. Oh, no. Row by row. This is awful. I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty good. I, 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 I'm glad you stopped it when you did, though. <laughs> I I think I think it went on for the appropriate amount of time. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yep. Um, um then what happens? What it, yeah, so people are killing yeah, each other. People are killing each other. So so the next thing that happens sorta is uh Jack is, you know, getting things organized. He's like, you know, you go there, dynamite here, blah blah blah, rigging stuff up. Uh Said comes up and says, Hey, I've got check out this phone that I got from Naomi. Big news. It can contact that freighter that's 80 miles offshore or whatever and if we can contact them we'll get rescue but here's a problem the signal is getting jammed by something or other by the signal jam by the signal jamming station and they learn about how there's a signal jamming station under the sea under the sea under the sea um sebastian makes a brief appearance yes and he says hey Hey, that's where I'm from. I'm from under the sea. I'll take you there if you want. Mamma mia. That's, that's a spicy sea ball. It's a spicy sea ball. So they uh, are talking about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, while I they're talking. can't talk do accents. No, I don't think any of us can do <laughs> accents. I think that's been, I think there is a lot of evidence, <laughs> a lot of recorded evidence against us doing accents. <laughs> uh, what can you say? I, if, if, <laughs> if, if it doesn't work once, just keep going again. Yeah, row by row. Row by row by row by row. And uh, so Desmond comes clean. While this is happening, Desmond comes clean about the details of his flash to uh -huh. Charlie. And the details of uh, Charlie dying uh, basically go as follows. He's going to swim underwater, and he's going to turn off a blinking light, and then everybody gets rescued, and Charlie drowns, of course. Uh -huh. And Ch Charlie's like, well, I have to do this to save everybody? All right. And so he walks up to the gang who happen to be talking about this underwater station that's jamming the signals. Um, and so they... Uh, and Charlie comes up and he's like, okay, well, I'll do it. You guys need this person to swim under there and grab that station. I'll do it. And everybody's just like, Charlie, you don't even know. <laughs> you're, 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 out of your, you're out of your element, Charlie. You fucking crazy, Charlie. You, you spend most of your time just playing Wonderwall and being sad about True. heroin. He plays Wonderwall and in this episode and it's sick. It's very sick. And so for everyone, he's just like, oh, brother, Charlie. Uh, well, kind no, of that's Desmond. Oh uh, yeah, brother like, Charlie. Oh, brother Charlie. Yeah, we, what were you just saying about accents? Um, hey brother. <laughs> hey brother. Hey brother. That's my Desmond accent. Here's, here's my Desmond. Hello to my brother. <laughs> Good impersonation. Hey eh? there, brother. Uh, so <laughs> meanwhile, we get a scene of a bunch of people kind of like assembling fuselage and we see a scene of bernard and rose tying knots together and bernard tying the knot they're i've already tied the metaphorical knot of their marriage and here they are and they tie a knot and bernard's he's like i know how to make a knot i'm a big man 
And then Rose tugs at that knot, and it comes apart like that. And Bernard's sh- knot sucked more than any knot in the world has ever sucked. <laughs> it's true. His his knot just didn't work at all. It just didn't work. It took like two tugs for it to come apart. It was crazy. It was Bernard, very nasty. man. I love you, buddy. I love you. You're ya. doing a great job, but I, I, he, you don't know much about knots. I really appreciate how much Bernard we've been getting in these past couple episodes. Bernard, I didn't realize how much Bernard is just like a dude he's who's just, there for the sake of being there. He doesn't just, do anything. He's just there. Like I feel like Rose like has like a purpose. Rose uh-huh. is like there to like uh, be a source of comfort for a lot of people. But Bernard is just like, well, well, here's my opinion. Very bizarre, <laughs> like sort of comic relief, but mm-hmm. sort of is supposed to be taken seriously. Exactly. It's a it's a it's a weird mess of a character. Um so there so anyways, everyone's setting up. But then Hurley takes one shovel full of dirt and then looks out and goes, Hey, over there. And there's a boat that's come in. And everybody's like, what the hell? Who's this guy? And Said starts beating him up. But then Sawyer pulls him off. And he's like, no, 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 no. I know this guy. He was next to me in the cages. He helped us get off that island. His name is Carl. Carl. I like Carl. Carl is a good character. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. Uh, He's got got a good uh, head on those shoulders, if you ask me. Uh, and got a good heart. Mm-hmm. And Carl basically comes through and is like, "You guys, the the others are coming. They're coming to take all the pregnant women. Also, Juliet is a spy." And everybody's just like, "Oh yeah, actually, we know that. This is not very helpful." Uh, but Carl's message is not just that they're coming. They're n- they're coming now, not tomorrow. They're coming right now. And he really does scream it like that, and it's pretty funny. He actually shouts, they're coming right now, which is a thing I remember seeing a lot in, like, previews of and, like, course, like, trailers and course. such. That's almost definitely why they did it, because oh, yeah. it seemed unnecessary. Oh, yeah. He's got... <laughs> and it's also the most emotion we ever see out of Carl. He's, yeah, he's like, otherwise he's a pretty monotone dude. He pretty right? much just kind of, like, stays chill and is just like, well, we're going this way. But here he takes action. We're coming. They're coming. <laughs> That's my Carl accent. Does that one work? A lot of your I noticed a lot of your accents sound like your grandma. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Don't you say that? Respect your elders! (laughs) 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 Banjo Kazooie character. Oh my god. Um I don't know. Carl's okay. Carl's great. His weird voice, though. Carl's got a weird voice for sure. So then we see a flashback from the perspective of Ben. And the others. And Ben kind of comes into the others' camp and says, you know, uh, Locke had an accident. Also, we need to go right now for the women. And everybody's like, are you sure? Like, I thought the plan was tomorrow. And Ben goes, Jacob said now, which we know is bullshit. Yeah, because he doesn't even know Jacob. He's never even met the dude. He's never even met the guy. Um, But anyways, he's saying, like, we're going now, now, now. And Alex overhears this. And sneaks off into the jungle to meet her jungle boyfriend, Carl, and oh, says, hey. JBC. JBK, I think. Actually, it's Carl with a K, I think. Carl, JBK. JBK. Um, I'm more of a C Carl kind of guy, I but I, whatever. I think I agree with C Carl. K Carl uh, evokes that guy, that bearded fellow we know and love. I'm talking about Carl Marx. Carl Marx. Yeah. Carl Marx, your papers. That'd be a fun little segment. <laughs> On what exactly? On like a show. 
<laughs> Karl Marx, your favorites. And then it's like a dude named Karl, but who I guess embodies Karl Marx in this scenario. Yeah. And then he just fails people for not being like socialist enough or something. All right. That's there's there's something there. That's definitely I'm gonna say that I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that like half of SNL's uh <laughs> like oeuvre <laughs> is worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to slam SNL like that. Oh, no. I love it. <laughs> you gotta love it. Fucking slam them. Gotta slam them. Um, so they're not talking about Lost. No, they're not. They don't. And if they do, it's uh, they don't talk about it with the sophistication that we do. Sunil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was that? Sunil. Oh, Sunil. Snull. I get it. Snull. No. Um, and then what happens? So they start prepping differently. They're like, "Yeah, all right, we got to do everything right now. We got to do everything. Everything has to happen right now. Let's put the TNT beside yes. the tents. Put put the TNT beside the tents. Three. That's fucking crazy. It's do you think they planned that out? That TNT is almost just the word tent. I. You know, nothing is a mistake on this show. I <laughs> I think everything adds up, and this is one of those pieces of the puzzle that just... I would argue that seasons four through six are a mistake on this show. Well, we're not there yet, <laughs> so we're so it's season three, and so Didn't everything makes sense. Now, who would have expected that the show would go downhill the second Charlie dies? Uh, it's interesting how he made t- how he is the flame and soul of the show, and as soon as he's extinguished, so does something about the show. So we have to ask the question because. Did we see any Sawyer in this episode? We did. Very he briefly. Very right? briefly. He um, shows up just to kind of defend Carl, and then that's pretty much it. But who did we see the most of in this episode? Well, we certainly saw the most Charlie in this episode, which I haven't been talking about because I kind of want to so get through the steps. But yeah, it's a lot of Charlie in this episode. Is Charlie the main character of the show? <sighs> now that's a tough question. Sawyer wasn't in it. Are we really supposed to believe the protagonist will barely even be in it? He'll just that's mention he—he's—he's he's a footnote to Carl. That's true. Uh, I would offer a like um, counterpoint. Uh huh. Last couple episodes we watched, barely any Charlie at all. In fact, we've barely seen Charlie up to this episode. He's been around. There was a couple episodes where he played a uh, role, but this is definitely the most Charlie per capita we've seen. <laughs> That's true. So I can't deny that. You know what? You're right. Actually, yeah, we gotta. I I don't think Charlie is the main character. I, I'm anymore. willing. I'm willing to hold on to it. And if we see a trend of more Charlie, then because there was a brief moment mm-hmm. where Juliet was the main character mm-hmm. of the show. I'm gonna. Pr- I'm gonna. I'm gonna suggest something crazy. I think Bernard might be the stealth protagonist oh, at this stage. Oh fuck! Stage. Wouldn't that be incredible? Yeah. Wow. He's the, he's he's the audience avatar. You know what would have been awesome if they just switched actors for Locke and Bernard. <laughs> 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 you had just like this bumbling dude, like being the very stoic, like serious character of Locke, and then the like comic relief guy was just this like bald like sort of ripped here's the thing i think like Locke's actor could play the hell out of bernard yeah but that's I thi- true and actually I think, and it would be sadder though it would be a little bit sadder but i think there's a sadness to bernard a, there's a mopiness to bernard there's an unexplored think, sadness to bernard yeah for sure it's just kind of there and it's never really brought up but it's definitely there and i think that there's also like 
I mean, you saw that look at in last I know. episode. That was I, the sadness coming. That was out. the sadness coming out. And I think that uh, you bring that to the forefront of Bernard's actor. That that rounds lockout just fine. That's yeah, that like true. hint, that hint of uh, that's true. Edges. I think you were Let's onto something. Let's pitch this. Let's pitch this. Let's, Let's do it. Okay, we just pitched it. It's pitched. It's out there. It's in JJ, the wild. we know you're listening. Hey JJ, make it happen. Make it happen. Star Wars Episode Nine. No time for that anymore. Our <laughs> idea now. <laughs> <laughs> Sell Lost to Disney. The I want a new Lost movie every year. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. That would be the dream. You know what would have been good? What's that? If seasons four to six of the show Lost got lost. Whoa. (laughs) Now that's comedy. Ah. Yay. All right. Where were we? Uh, Where were we? Um, So they're going to shoot the tents. They're going to shoot the tents. Basically, they're uh, now orchestrating it. So three people are going to stay behind and shoot the tents. Jack is going to lead most of the rest of the people out to the radio tower where Danielle's signal is broadcasting so that they can swap it out with a new message saying, hey, come out here, holler at us. And while all that's that's going on, Desmond and Charlie are going to sail out and Charlie's going to swim down to the looking glass and flick the switch. So all the pieces are in place and everybody's going. Uh, so that's kind of the whole, like, you know, that's the, like, main action is moving pieces into place. Because we we have not seen the denouement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, We haven't seen these things take place. It ends on a cliffhanger Mm -hmm. before the plans can be enacted. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is sort of the main story. Mm -hmm. But the icing on the cake of this story is, of course. The ice on the cake. (laughs) (laughs) Go to jail. (laughs) Um, I apologize. I don't even know what you're trying to do with that <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It came to me, and then I went for it. And mm. I don't know if I should have. No, I don't think you should have. Uh, okay. But we'll we'll just move on. We all learn our lessons. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Um, <laughs> so. So this episode revolves around Charlie, uh-huh. and so it's a lot of Charlie. You know, he learns about the flashes. And he spends a lot of time. He says goodbye to Claire for uh-huh. what is likely the final time. He says, you know, he reconciles with Desmond. He even says goodbye to Hurley uh, oh, yeah, before he takes cute. off. In a, very, in a very sweet scene where uh, Hurley's, Hurley's just like, hey, I want to help and I'm tired of trekking. Can I come with you? And Charlie basically says, like, fuck off, buddy. And Hurley's just like, okay. But then Charlie goes, wait, wait, wait a second. Then runs up and gives him a big old hug. And he says, just remember, buddy. No matter what happens, I love you. And Hurley's just like, yeah, whatever. Love you too. <laughs> and then Yeah, the, Hurley. It's so perfect. What it's a good, good scene. I want a Hurley episode. Yeah, we'll get one. I so. want him to be the main character. Uh, he should be. Oh, man. There's a case to be made for Hurley as the main character. There's a strong case. There's a, there's a fucking palette to be made. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's palatable. <laughs> Um, so all of Charlie's <laughs> flashbacks are not really like, you know, traditionally, it's like there's a kind of a narrative thread through the flashbacks. And it kind of is like, here's the story of how, you know, Sawyer killed the wrong guy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Here's the story of how, you know, Kate killed the right Kate guy. Killed the right guy. <laughs> um, this one, every flashback is kind of just its own thing. Its own little vig- little miniature like vignette almost. And there's no real thread to it other than like... Um, uh, like Charlie. After it happens, we see Charlie write down what just happened on a little piece of paper. Uh-huh. Uh And at the end, he says, before he dives down to meet, you know, his fate, he says, "Hey, Desmond, give this little piece of paper to Claire, would you?" 
these are my five best memories of my whole life. And they're not much, but they're the best things I've got in my s- silly, sad little life. And I just want you to give them to Claire because I, I really don't have much else other than these memories when I'm gone. And it's like, damn, all right. It's sort of sweet. It's a very sweet and touching scene, and it's a little bit corny, but I think it works pretty well. Yeah, for it like does work. F- it works. It works. The show was better when it was a little bit corny. I think, yeah, you need a little bit of that corniness, and I think it's good to have, like, to, like, have a farewell to a character like this instead of just being, yeah. like, bam, you didn't see that coming. Now they're dead. Anyone can die. Yeah. Here yeah. they have a chance to really just to really just make it a whole kind of thing. In this show, at least. In mm-hmm. this show, it was very fitting. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, So what, what were his moments? He had number one, number the w- first time he heard himself on the radio. Yes, he hears himself on the radio, and they're all... They're all miserable and sweating in the w- rain. They're on a dirt road. On a dirt road. The they're van's tire they're, they're broke off. Yeah, and Charlie's like, "I quit the band," and like, not not the not the time, Charlie. Um, but before he can really quit, they hear that good song that we all know and love. On the radio, comes on the radio. You hold everybody. That's the one. You hold everybody. I w- would love Acting to. I like those stupid people. Wearing expensive clothes. Oh my God! You are everybody. My my. You are everybody. Wow. Hey, you are everybody. Damn. That yeah. It was like I was in the room with Charlie's shitty band. <laughs> yeah. That that song is really funny because it's like the that's one of the even in like. The show that asks us to believe that God is real and the devil is a bad liar. Uh-huh. Even in the show where time travel exists, the one of the greatest stretches is a world where this song is a smash success hit that I takes the world like by storm. I like that song. I like the <laughs> thing I like most about that song is it is something that is manufactured specifically to be generic. Mm-hmm. It's like Charlie's like Drive Shaft isn't supposed to be a good band. Yeah, they're supposed to be like well, they're one hit wonder. Yeah, like, exactly. They're not actually very good. Yeah, and it, it's made just to be like. So five out of ten. Yeah, it's just like you hear it and you're just like, I guess that's a song. Yeah, I can confirm exactly. that that's music. Exactly. It means almost nothing. It's really like, yeah, they do nail that kind of, don't they? I never really thought of it that way. They're right, yeah, that you're right. Um, so one of his, his second memory is um, he's ju- he's learning to swim at the pool with his dad. And his dad has like a very weirdly specific accent. Yeah, his accent sucks. His accent sucks. It's like a pretty normal, like, you know, we're one to talk about sucky accents. Um, Uh, Yes. What are you talking about? (laughs) Oh, whoa. Who stepped into the room just now? (laughs) It's me. A German person. (laughs) 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 Oh, well, you didn't have to say that. I could tell clearly. Yeah, I guess so. It sort of ruins it. Yeah, yeah. Um, So here's basically uh, Charlie's a little kid, and his dad's in the pool just like, come on, Charlie, I'll catch you. Uh, you don't have to worry. I'll. Uh, I know you're scared of the water, but I'll catch you. And he jumps, and he's like, "I'm scared. I'm a little kid." But he jumps in, and it's fine. And his dad catches him, and they're having a grand old time. It's dope as it's shit. It's just a little. It's just a nice little moment. It's it, just cute. It's a lot of nice little moments, and I kind of wish that the show did more stuff like this. Yeah, had more like just like unfocused flashbacks that don't have to have a narrative thread to them. Yeah, other than just instead of like, because when it's like trying. 
like I don't know something about it just being like these fleeting moments. Well, leaves, it leaves more of an impact. Well, and it's me. so much more real yeah. because there's so many instances that we've seen so far of them just ruining yeah. characters because they need to like yeah. add to the character's story exactly, and they want to make it exciting, exactly. but it's like so bullshit yeah, like when kate was night. when that random lady helped kate yeah. like uh, hide from the fbi yeah. that's bullshit that it sucks uh, it was not believable or fun to watch um the third memory of charlie's is the, uh she's he's just ha- he wakes up in a bed with two women oh yeah <laughs> and, then bro- and that's it that's it that's it and just charlie just like goes smug and he's like yeah write that one down that time i woke up in a bed with two ladies yeah um actually no his brother wakes him up from that scene and says here i want you to have this special ring that says ds <laughs> on it it was passed down from my father and his father before him and our father it's an important heirloom and I know the firstborn is supposed to have it, but I want you to have it. And Charlie's like, well, okay. And he's still wearing that ring to this day. That was a nice try. Yeah. Good, good job making up what actually happened. Yep. But what really happened <laughs> is Charlie was in a bed. He was sleeping. And then his brother went up to him and he shook him lightly and he said, Psst, Charlie. Yeah. September ended. oh my god God. i liked that one i'm proud of that one it's pretty good (laughs) better than the isis one (laughs) definitely better than the isis one yeah yeah i'll stand behind that one the isis one fuck i you could criticize me for that one and i'd probably agree with you that's yeah. that's what i think yeah i'll, I'll openly criticize you for it <laughs> right here right now it was a bad it was a bad one ah uh, fair hey i agree with you hey we um, all, we all make but it. you're right what you said was actually true it wasn't an elaborate pun uh <laughs> it was it was fine it was pretty good um uh the so the thing about this ring is it doesn't look like an heirloom that's been passed down between generations. It looks shitty. It looks like it came from a cereal box. It's got like fucking like it's like uh eight sided star silver yeah. and on it is like D and S in like the Time Splitters 2 logo font. That is exactly the font. That's Holy exactly shit. Font. Good pull. Yeah, I w- I'm surprised <laughs> I managed to pull that one out. All you but Time that's Splitters the fans font. That's exactly the font. Yeah, and, it, it's, it, like, and it, it's like, that was just clearly not yeah. made in like you the know, 1800s. Exactly. It could not have been. I do not believe it. That font didn't exist. No, Time Splitters 2 invented that font. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the future. Yeah. <laughs> um so he has that memory he has another memory of god what is the fourth memory hey i have a note um the fourth so. memory is charlie oh busking. he saves the lady he saves the lady charlie's busking and playing wonderwall yes as all hunks do. as all hunks do and but then the rain starts and he's like well gotta put it all away uh and so he runs down the alley and he sees a lady getting mugged and she's and charlie says you know what i'm gonna do something about it and he does something about it. He goes and stops the mugger. And he goes, hey, what are you doing? He hits the mugger with his guitar, which is cool. Which is very cool. And then the mugger flees. And the lady's like, three people walked by. And none of them did a dang thing. And you're the first person who to help me. So that makes you a hero. And Charlie's just like, well, okay. And then later remembers it and writes it down. One of the best moments of that man's life. Yeah. Good thing that lady was getting mugged. Yeah. So Charlie could feel good about himself. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it all works out in the end, as long as Charlie feels good. 
Yeah. Uh, the final memory is Charlie meeting Claire for the first time. It was sappy. It, it was, was cute, it was though. Very, it, it was, was good. It was, it was very sappy, and it was good. We saw them, like, back in season one times. There were all the fuselages everywhere. And uh, Charlie walks up, and he's all... And there sits down next to Claire, and Claire is very pregnant, and they have a cute little chat about how they're definitely going to get rescued yeah. for real. Charlie pulls the line, uh, first time in a plane crash. Yep. It's like, oh, Charlie, oh, Charlie. you little silly. You little scamp. You little scamperoni. Nothing can scamperoni and cheese. <laughs> nothing can keep you down, you little scamperoni and cheese. Except for plane crashes for plane keep crashes. him down. And heroin yes. addiction. Oh, yeah, heroin addiction. He beats that, actually. Only because, well, no, actually, he does have a heroin supply and rejects it. No, that's true. Yeah, he beats it. So hey, Charlie, things are looking up for Charlie, Good except for, for the, Charlie. except for his faded death. But yeah. I mean, which just keeps happening over and over and yeah, over again. Exactly. If Desmond didn't exist, yeah, Charlie could live a nice life. Charlie should just kill Desmond. I think. Yeah, Charlie uh, makes your hamburger a beautiful thing. So he shares all these memories with Desmond, and he says, "Here's this list of Desmond. Here's this list of Desmond <laughs> <Yeah>. for you." <laughs> Uh, number one, Desmond. Number one, two, <laughs> Desmonde. <laughs> number three, Desmond. <laughs> I need it. I need four and five. Number baby. four, Desmond. <laughs> number five, Desmond. Wow, I liked them all. Yeah, thank you. Um, I've been working on those for uh, decades de- now. <laughs> decades. Wow. Descades. Wow. Desmond Cades. Desmond Cades. Oh, that's a that's a mouthful. Um, so Desmond basically se- sees this list and he rejects it. He says, "You keep your memories to yourself. You know what? Maybe the reason I'm seeing these flashes is because I'm supposed to take your place, dying." And he says, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it now." And Charlie's just like, "No, you're not." And bops him with an oar. Hits him with an oar. And he says, "You know it's my fate." And he dives down to the looking glass and he dives and he dives and he dives and he gets there but it's not flooded he goes up and he can breathe and he makes it and it's for a second it seems like he's not gonna make it but he makes it and he gets up and he's like yay i did it i'm alive but then who runs out but two strangers and they have guns and they're aiming him at charlie and flap the end that's the end of the episode good cliffhanger it was a great cliffhanger it was cool i didn't expect it Mm -hmm. it was charlie his is the last face I saw. Mm-hmm. No, that was a good episode. Yeah, I like that episode a lot. There's a lot of it has that classic feel of like every like all the guy, all the gang on the island is all together and they've got a plan and they're gonna do something. Yeah, exactly. And there's disagreement. Yeah. And there's danger. Yeah. There's and there's excitement. There's and there's like and there's sweet tender moments. Yeah. And there's stakes. And then the stakes are accelerated by the arrival of Carl. Uh huh. And there's also a very human center of it at all, which is Charlie thinking about how he's gonna die. Uh huh. Mortality. Yeah. It's a good ass episode for sure. It's great. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, I liked it. I liked it too. I'm trying to think. Let me go through what my else notes. Was there? Oh, um, the uh, when he writes down about him going to or learning to swim. Yep. He writes uh, learning to swim at Butlins, <laughs> <laughs> and I sort of wonder what that is, and I love it. Oh my god! Okay, so we gotta. It, Butlins has to be <laughs> fuck. Even saying it is good. Just it feels like so correct coming out of my mouth. Butlins. Butlins. It sounds like a name we would make up if we were being goobers. But it is is what he loved about it. The learning how to swim, 
Or is it the Butlins? I think it might be. I think the Butlins are really doing a lot of the heavy lifting there. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, Butlins. I love Butlins. Um, another scene I want to highlight is the scene where they're trying to figure out who's going to stay behind and have guns. Uh, and the first candidate is Bernard. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a weird one. And Bernard shoots a can and Saeed's like, all right, I guess. And Rose is like, are you sure? This, these guys are like, re- they're really going to murder you. And Bernard's just like, I can do it. I got I, it's, it. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm a dentist. I'm a dentist. I n- have tea. I can murder just fine. Fucking Bernard, you don't know shit about murder. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Bernard. <laughs> True, actually. What Bernard. You, you don't know nothing about Bernard. Which do you prefer, Bernard or Bernard? I am a big fan of Bernard. Bernard. I like Bernard, too. I like Bernard because it's just like melts in your mouth. It sort of sounds like what a five-year-old would do to make a mix CD. I Bernard it. Ah, uh, yeah. Do you want this CD? I Bernard it for you. I like this five-year-old who has a mastery of compact disc technology. Sup? <laughs> Bernard this disc. <laughs> What's on this disc, kid? Oh, Eminem. <laughs> Probably rap. And, uh, Limp Biscuit. Oh, my God. Simple plan. Right in the peak of CD burning. Blink 182. This five year old should not be listening to Eminem, I don't think. I mean, him. I mean him. I mean him. Okay. Hey. I mean him. Ah! <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I'm getting there. You're getting there. You're getting all right. So um, that's a good episode of television. Yeah, that me. was a great episode. Fun it was like episode. it didn't suck. Yeah, it was. It's, it's I always, didn't hate it. It's always weird how like like disparate the quality of the first three seasons and the last three seasons are. We said yeah. this before, but like it's so like it's such a divide. This in was quality. good TV, and even like this is the very end of season three, and yeah. it was good. It was really good. It was really wholesome and heartwarming. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I what else? Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I want to add one more thing. It's not quite about this episode. Uh-huh. But it's about the show as a whole. We've been doing this for 20 whole episodes. Yeah. And I thought it'd be fun to, so I made a little, I made us a little private spreadsheet. Listing yeah. off, listing off, listing like, w- our what episodes we have and haven't done. Uh-huh. And, uh, the first episode, no, 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 sorry. Th- I'm getting my, I'm getting my thoughts all jumbled up. Um, I just want to point out that season three is the season we've watched the most of. How much have we watched? Like six? We've watched, as of this episode, seven episodes from season three. Wow. That's a lot. And yeah, I feel very comfortable with season three. I know what's going on. Yeah. Season three, we have like a pretty whole picture of, uh, and the least we watch is of course season season five. five. We've only watched one. Every other season. We've watched three episodes. Wow. How that's weird cool. How weird is that? That's very cool. Uh, and there's um, one chunk of three unbroken episodes that we've watched as well. Oh, of course. Uh, in the middle of season four, we've watched three episodes in a row. And those are all the season four episodes we watched. Yes, absolutely. That's cool. Are. I like that. I like that. I, ca- I kind of I did it mostly so that we would have I made this sheet so we would have a reference, basically an easy reference, uh-huh. so that because we're getting at the point now where we're gonna roll and we're gonna wind up with some repeats, maybe. Like there's a one in uh-huh. six. We're a six of the way through this, so there's a one in six chance we'll get a repeat. Right? Yeah. 
So uh, I did this in the interest of doing that and just having that information handy. But as a result of that, we ended up getting some interesting data. And yeah. I'm an, and so uh, the, the state of the island shuffle, after our first six, I guess, our first big 20, is that we know about season three and some other stuff too. <laughs> a little bit also. A little bit also. I'm going to do a roll for next week. Yeah. From 1 to 120. We're going to watch... Episode 97. What, uh, what have we got here? Well, that seems like season five, eh? It does seem like season five, eh? I love that. You gotta love that. Now, the problem is, how do I get to Google Docs from here? Oh, we should uh, we should have probably prepared this a little better. List of lost episodes. List of lost episodes. 97, I think. 97. 97. 97. You got Mobisodes. it. Don't worry about those. What you are those? They're episodes that were released for mobile phones. No way. <laughs> They're little, little short episodes. They suck. Don't worry about those. Um, whatever happened, happened. Uh, oh, that it's is... It's a Kate episode. Oh, and really? And it had a lot of viewers. It had a lot of viewers, eh? Okay. So that's going to be a season five episode. That's yep. great. All right. I'm I excited. Love it. We're going to be going back into that hot mess. That's yeah. great. What a delight. Can't wait to go back in time. I can't wait to go back in time. Back to the 70s, baby. Back to the future. Led Zeppelin. Woo! Uh, Pink Floyd. Woo! Um, My mom. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Shout out to James Brown's mom. Yeah. All right. I think that's been this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to The Greatest Hits. It's been a, it's been a wild ride.